bird, bird, bird. And a bird boxes the word. But I said a bird, 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 bird boxes the word. I said a bird, bird, bird boxes the word. It was really good, but no, it was trash. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know how the rest of the song goes. <laughs> Is there more bird, to that bird. song? No, I know it. I just don't know how like the rest of it goes. If there's any, the rest of it, really. That's pretty much all I know. <laughs> I'm more of a rock lobster kind of guy. Uh, <laughs> yes, agreed. Uh, well, welcome back to the Hateful Geeks. I am one of your many hosts, Phil. This is Sweeney. I'm Andy. This is Tim. And this week we are going to be reviewing one the the latest foray into Netflix's original content, Bird Box, starring Sandra Bullock and a bunch of people you don't care about. <laughs> <laughs> there was the one guy from Constantine. Sure. That's, yeah, that, that's a movie I haven't seen in like ten years. Oh, okay. But all right, all right, never mind. <laughs> and of course, <laughs> no. you got John. But there was John, John Malkovich. Yeah, sure, John Malkovich. John Malkovich was awesome in this. Yes, he was. All right. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. He wasn't, we'll get into it. He's just an old asshole. But like, awesome. so, so, he, so he's John Malkovich? Yes. yes. Yeah, he's pretty much what he always does. He's John Malkovich. He's anyway, what I aspire to be. Uh, the same like, person everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> you yes. never want to change over 50 years of your career. Oh, cool beans. Love it. Wow. <laughs> so those of you who are listening, who have tuned into our show before uh, and enjoyed our bright review, uh, one of another Netflix original, uh, we're going to be, uh, we, we are keeping the format. Guess who didn't watch the movie? Me. That's Tim. Tim didn't watch the movie. So we're going to be educating Tim on the on the, the greatness. I'm doing air quotes. You can't see it. The air quote greatness of Boyd Box. Boyd Box. Boyd Box. Okay. So since I did not watch the movie, someone give me a quick rundown on the premise of it. Please Go for allow it. me. So it stars Sandra Bullock, who went to my high school, uh, which is important to the plot. Anyway, <laughs> um, so, so the whole the point is Sandra Bullock is like a the movie opens up and everything's pretty normal. She's a single woman who's pregnant. She's expecting. She has a very little emotional attachment to her future baby. She calls it a condition. Her sister's like, aren't you happy? And like, no, I'm not. I don't give a shit. It's a baby. I don't, I don't, what do I care? This is a mistake. <laughs> I went to a sperm donor. Pretty much. And like on the news, they're talking about how some shit's going down in Russia. Uh, that's like, and there's people going insane, killing themselves. And like, that's in Russia. That's not our problem. Sounds, sounds like, familiar. Sounds like a commie problem. <laughs> sounds like a bunch of trolls and fake accounts <laughs> trying to affect our Facebook. Anyway. Right. So um, if, uh, during like her routine sonogram, uh, they're at the hospital. Uh, they see a woman who just starts smashing her face against the fucking window and just like opens her whole head up. It's a thing of pure beauty. Um, yeah, so it looks like whatever was in Russia is now over in America because you know they're really not that far because you can see Russia from you know, Sarah Palin's house. <laughs> Uh, they're driving through the streets. Her sister's <laughs> driving, and then all of a sudden, her sister goes catatonic and just literally tries to like veer the vehicle off. And it turns out that this is a mass epidemic in the world. Everyone is just out of nowhere, just starting to try to kill themselves. Does that sound familiar to anybody? Um, I'm pretty sure Shamalama Ding Dong did this yeah, a lot. <laughs> um, the happening, the happening, anything zombie related. Uh, Mom and Dad, which is a terrible movie starring Nicolas Cage and. See it in the anyway, yeah. but yes, but, but that's but the yes. premise is like everyone just starts trying to kill themselves, and they're not trying to hurt other people, they're literally just self harm. And some, and nobody can really figure out in the first 10 minutes, like what's going on. <laughs> so, Sandra Bullock, pregnant, sister tried to kill him, she survives the car accident, she wakes up, and like this woman's like 
come inside. She's hurt. You're pregnant. And everyone's rioting and just like killing themselves. And it's just a big bloodbath in the streets of suburbia. And then she's like, the woman's like, mama? Well, mom, I haven't seen you in years. And then she kills herself. And then Sandra Bullock's like, what the fuck is going on? And then somebody's like, get in here. And it's John Malkovich. A bunch of assholes. Five minutes in this movie, some the, the random dude from uh, Get Out. Yeah. <laughs> it tells everybody that it's the best friend from Get Out, whose name I can't remember. He's a comedian. Um, yeah, it's, um, uh, Lil Ray Howery. Thank you very much. Yes. So he's there and he's like, I read about this. I'm writing a novel. Like, what do you do? I work at a grocery store, but I suddenly am the only person in the room who knows about these mythological invisible demon creatures that make you like see your worst fear or the thing that makes you the saddest and makes you want to die. That is the premise of the film. It is fucking invisible demons that make you want to hurt yourself. And if you're already crazy, you can't. You, it's okay if you see them. You just want to worship them and make other people see them too. So, like all the normal people who don't have psychopathologies are like, no, don't look anything. You can't see. Like, can you see when they're coming? Like, no. But when you see them, you go crazy and kill yourself, even through videotape, apparently. So it's basically the it's the plot of the happening mixed with like the the uh, fake ass version of the monsters from A Quiet Place. Ooh. And then and yes, and then uh, so it's Sandra Bullock's like job to try to find a way to survive the invisible maniac demons as a and and somehow like survive her pregnancy yeah and, so i mean i guess we got we got through the first 10 minutes of the movie that's the first 10 minutes of <laughs> yeah. the movie i mean it was the, cool. the, the premise really is there's something there's these things out there all of a sudden start essentially making people kill themselves okay so i just said i know why are you repeating me for shorter emphasis than what you just did for the first plot of the movie Tim, did you have trouble understanding my explanation? No, but at least get Sweeney let, let Sweeney to thought out. <laughs> it's fine. I'm just saying, but let's move along from plot and let's talk about how like all of our gripes about this movie as soon as possible, please. We haven't even got to the whole plot. Right. I, I mean, know. yeah. <laughs> Wait, you want an entire you want an entire plot synopsis? No, Tim? No, 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 no. No, what I'm saying is so he's right. Like, absolutely right. Something invisible is trying to ki- pretty much make people kill themselves, right? Okay. So you, you, then you go through this whole process of where, like you said, you, she gets into this house. There's a group of people that try and survive. They figure out that if you don't look at them, it's not you, if you don't look at them, they don't do anything. And then they figure out like birds, kind of like go crazy when the demon doesn't affect animals. Things are there. Oh, okay. So like they like let's keep the birds. That's hence the name of the movie Bird Box. She literally keeps birds in a box <laughs> and carries around with her. So like so like do they sense them? They, they sense yeah. them. They start going and crazy. They just start flapping oh, around. Okay, okay. So they, they know they're close. close. Yeah, yeah, they start like, okay. chirping really fast. And they're okay. really it's the same around. concept of the canary in a in a in a mine. Right. Yeah. Okay. It was a gas. Yeah, yeah. Same thing. So yeah. she, that's the whole premise of the name of the movie. She carries his birds with her with her her child. She had her child, and then she ends up actually adopting another woman's child. Right. So like that was in the house with them, and like pretty much like like you said, there's this. Rare few people that cannot they don't they don't go like kill themselves. They go like you need to see them. You need to see them. And they start forcing people to try to look at them, and they also right. like just kill them if they don't look right. They okay. say in they say in dialogue that the a bunch of people were roving around like robbing people and killing people and not hurting themselves, and they weren't wearing blindfolds so mm-hmm. they can see things and not hurt themselves. They came from the insane asylum. It's like it's in dialogue. They say so all the fucking like mental problems. The nut, the nut house is good. Them. I'm sure a couple people up there like probably killed themselves, but for the vast majority of them who are like schizophrenic or like really off the rocker, they are like, yeah, these things are great. 
beautiful. You need to see them too. Take off your blindfold. <laughs> right. Um, before before we get into what you guys hated, I want to get like a little bit of the more of the plot because from what Phil described, it's like the first like ten minutes of the movie. Because I know that the base the more more of the story takes place five years later after what Phil had said. Is that right? It does it's a hurt. really good job at jumping from current day where she has the children and okay. she's like protecting them and trying to save themselves. Mm-hmm. And then it'll jump back five years prior and kind of give you this lead up the to lead up what to, happens okay. and what they do in, during the actual happening. Okay. <laughs> oh, you, okay. oh, you actually use the goddamn word, the happening? Sued. It jumps back and forth a lot. So like, okay. like the very intro to the movie is her talking to her children about like I think you've probably seen the trailers about hey mm-hmm. don't take your mind off listen to me follow me blah 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 like that's the very intro to the movie and then okay. it jumps back five years okay because in what I read up and tried not to spoil myself and stuff I like I didn't, I know that parts of it took place five years mm-hmm. after the initial it's Armageddon begins it's a true mix like you okay. it literally it's probably like maybe ten minutes past ten minutes future ten minutes okay. past ten minutes future it, it jumps like back and forth very <laughs> okay. often. So, uh, like, what's in the in, in the present day? What's what are they trying to do in the present day? She's got both kids. So you got her son that she had, mm-hmm. and at the same time, there when she was in the house, John Malkovich's house, mm-hmm. there was a woman named Olympia who was also pregnant and just as far along as Sandra Bullock's character. Magically, somehow, the odds <laughs> of that who the fuck knows, but they're surviving together. They both go into labor, and the crazy person they mistakenly let into the house has decided to like betray them all and started removing their masks and pull down all the blinds and things blocking windows. So he's like, I'm going to make you all see while they're in labor. Oh, Everyone fucking dies. Great. In the end, except for Sandra Bullock. She takes both kids and now five years later, she's trying to like make it down the river with the kids blindfolded to a, a, a an unknown, at the time, unknown location where it's safe. Okay. Where it's safe from the creatures or whatever, the entity, whatever the fuck they want to call it. Demons! Okay. Whatever. Now that we got both plots out of the way, what did you guys like and hate? I guess we could start with positives and then take a dump later. Right. Yeah. After you, Sweeney, you seem <laughs> to actually like. You seem really excited. Actually, you know what, Andy? You said you liked this movie. I didn't like it. I, please, I'd like you to present your <laughs> argument. It, it might have been that I was in the mood. For to watch something like this, but I'd like to add this movie is 90% of the time you're on that constant edge of something's going to happen. Somebody's going to die. Somebody's going to bash their head in. Somebody like something bad is going to happen for like 90% of the time you're watching this. And it does a really good job at conveying that the music in the background always has that like eerie something. Something's coming. Yeah. Y'all going to die. They do a good job at that. And I was pleasantly surprised with the, the special effects. Um, one of the biggest complaints, you never see the creatures. That's a lot of noise. Uh, to me. Oh man. I like it was like that Jaws effect. You're yeah. not supposed to see it because every single person who sees them, they see their personal nightmares, their their worst fears, their depression, their their sadness. So well, I guess they could have done that. They could have shown you what people were seeing. <laughs> well, and keep in mind too, like so these are these are supposed to be supernatural creatures, right? Mm-hmm. So you don't see them, but you can hear them. Like they like there's like they growl. You can hear them stomping around. They mimic. They, ca- they cost like they cast shadows. So you see a lot of like 
you know when they're there. There's Did no they cast like shadows. I, I don't yeah. remember. So you I see, don't like, remember shadow being yeah, cast. So like, yeah. yeah, several times. Several times shadows. Like when they're in the car. When in the car, there's shadows. When out the, the window. At the window, there's shadows. So like you literally see, there's definitely a, a big shadow presence, right? Right. Mm. The leaves. Uh, I don't, I'll move. have to rewatch. Oh God, I, oh, I have to rewatch it. Now. <laughs> yeah, like the leaves will Mother move. Like they're outside. Okay. Things will move. Wind, to twist and wind, wind will always, and move. So at least you, you, you always. Yeah, I was gonna say you always feel their presence. You it sounds like absolutely know they're there. And again, they're also very audible. Like you hear growling, thumping, um, and then like like he said, they mimic. So a point towards the end of the movie. She, they're all in the woods and they're talking to her and people she knew before. They were mimicking oh. familiar voices saying, Hey, take it off. Take right. off your blindfold. We're right here. Just take it off. Creepy. Yeah. So they're very, like you said, you don't see them. Although if you do watch, there's a little um, cut scene that they released. The, the producers we released actually show what they look like. Yeah. Nobody's gotten their hands on the footage yet though. Yeah. Right. There oh. was one, apparently one of her nightmares was failing as a mother so the the thing that she sees is like this demonized giant baby like coming to coming at her nice so um, the special effects are on the, images of it are on the instagram page of the company that was hired to do that special effect and they're like it hit the cutting room floor so yeah <laughs> and then you also have like the crazy people um we mentioned his name is gary that comes in and like they, they think he's normal because obviously he's not like Killing himself, so they had no idea at that point that these things were like that. He's crazy, Gary. Right, like he's right. immune to it, right? So, and then he has a he has a sketchbook, so he has all these drawings of like demonic figures, and so you kind of get his perception of, of them. what he sees. Yeah, exactly. All right, so it's kind of scarecrowy, kind of, yeah, very much so. Like times it, a million, yeah, right. <laughs> Except that. And it literally is. It's, it makes them, everyone so, either they, their worst fear, their sadness, their, you know, whatever would drive you to kill yourself, essentially. I mean. And it does it like 10 times. Like people just. Instantaneously. It's, it's, instantaneously. It's, you, you don't like go and like listen to the cure for two weeks and then like <laughs> no, think about it. It's pretty. Which there's a couple characters that are able to do something briefly before they finally kill themselves. So I was like, I thought this was instant. No, most of them did Tom. something beforehand. Like even his sister, she yeah, did drive. The girl the, did give up the baby. Also, right, the girl had the baby. Her sister drove into another car, and when she realized it didn't happen, she started like wandering away. Like it wasn't like an instantaneous, like instant death. Even the woman in the in the hospital was just banging her head against no, the wall. No, but I mean, she tried to. Yeah, oh, she was trying to already trying to. Kill I think she was avoiding instant. things, and then like she happened to hit the car. Yeah. So I mean, maybe. Yeah, I mean. It's pretty insane, and you can tell when they see something that they see it. Their eyes um, have like a a veiny, like blue. It, it, it's like a color change. It turns into like tesseracts and like right. oh, their eyes brown okay. on the More. outside. They, they, yeah, little bloodshot. Mm-hmm. It's like blue bloodshot. Like their iris yeah. just change. And- yeah, everything changes. Yeah. So like all the crazy people running around with their eyes looking like that, and they're just like it doesn't affect us. Humans are the real problem. <laughs> you could have just had a blindfold. I was uh, mentioning the special effects. Her sister, when she sees it, she's driving, she wrecks the car. When she gets out and she's still alive, she walks out into traffic, turns around, looks at her and says, I'm sorry, and gets hit by a garbage truck. And they don't pan away. 
so the special effects of her just getting blasted by this truck it was like oh shit so you, yeah you said you it sounds like you that this has a lot of suspense in it yeah um how gory is it it's pretty there's, gory for the first like half of it yeah there's some gore scenes but it's not it's not gore porn. It's not. Over it's the not. Top. It isn't over the top, right? Right. So like, right. she gets hit by a bus. She doesn't explode. Just like you literally see her body. You get just, hit. just go. Yeah. go. Uh, a woman stabs herself in the neck with a scissors. pair of scissors. It's not like it sprays everywhere. It, you literally just see that it. That one was it. a little too much for me. I think the scissors. I yeah. was like, okay, oh, that's so John Malkovich. That's another one of my my likes of this movie. I loved John Malkovich's character. He was just straight asshole. Straight. It's the end of the world. Fuck everyone else. This is my house, my rules. Like, fuck this. He said they're making the apocalypse great again. Yeah. In the <laughs> fucking supermarket. Uh, but he was drunk. Like, he yeah, was he drunk, drunk saying it. Still. Um, uh, yeah. So, uh, bro. He, he said it as like a joke. There's all these people in the in his no, house. He didn't. So they devised it's a plan. not really his house, but okay. It was the his name. Asian, Asian, I'm sorry. His, his, his Asian, yeah. house. So they're in this house and they they need to, they need supplies. So they're like, we're going to paint the windows of the car and then use the GPS to drive to the, <laughs> the grocery store that's real close. That was funny. This, to me, it, it is funny. This is one of those, you have to suspend every single disbelief <laughs> that you have to buy what is going to happen. So yeah. they're driving, following the GPS, and as they're driving, there's, of course, just Corpses lying in the streets because everyone just killed well, themselves. Yeah, because because uh, I'm thinking like abandoned cars. Oh, yeah. like the GPS so is not going the, to. Not only does it have GPS, it also magically has the sensors. Magically, that will, most like, cars have those these days. New I cars. have not seen this. In, no, a lot of cars have those. That's pretty normal. Sensors. I'm poor. So you got yeah, You got to remember that Andy <laughs> yells at parked cars, saying this is a neighborhood. So Andy's car still runs on steam. They use GPS. Yeah. And then they use the sensors of what is around them to try to navigate. But, of course, they're just driving I over corpses. So you hear the bones crunching. I just want to watch it just for this scene. Yeah. <laughs> that, was the part still, I was, that was the one part I was like, okay, that's not really going to work. But whatever. Yeah. Like, that, that's not and, how of course, they get to a point where there's like a, a truck <laughs> out in the, in, the, in the way. So they, they realize it. And as they're trying to navigate around this truck, the wind picks up. The shadows come over the car, like the leaves start rustling. Yeah, like Ooh. everything, all the sensors on the car—they're now surrounded. So they gun it. He's just like, "Fuck it!" Guns it. Comes flying into the parking lot of this gas or this grocery store, and magically, it's like you are there. And all they have to do is get out blindfolded, and they're at the front door. <laughs> they did it. Like, How convenient! What? <laughs> what? Also, right. also, were they, were they going to a grocery store? A grocery yeah. store. Yeah, that, has, that hasn't been picked food. over? Well, no, the guy they killed themselves. Yeah. And mm. this was instant. There was no time for looting and rioting. That's true. It is, yeah. That's true. There's no such thing as rioting. Yeah. Like, everyone right. killed themselves. Yeah, I know. I just always think of, cause, because it's the apocalypse. Yeah. You always see the, the scenes of just so, people throwing stuff through glass windows and taking all the shit. Yeah. So the guy that worked at the grocery store, he's like, I locked up. I have the keys here. You guys go. And they're like, uh, no, you're coming with us. So he was able to get them in. And while they're in there, John Malkovich is like, only a, a half of them went. There's still another half back at the house. And they get there. Malkovich is just slamming booze immediately. And he says, um, we're not going back. Fuck them. Give me one reason why we should even trying to sacrifice ourselves to go back when we could just stay here 
And they're like, because we're not an asshole, we're going back. <laughs> right. He's like, no. <laughs> so this is this was actually one of the few parts of the movie I actually really did like. Um, so in the end of the grocery store scene, they're like, they got all their shit. They convinced Malkovich they're going back. They hear someone like crying from like the the meat locker, the the fridge locker, the loading uh, dock locker, the loading the dock, yeah, the loading dock area. Yeah. And the the, um, the guy who used to work there, the guy who was like, I just magically know about these types of mythical creatures. The, the, the guy from Get Out, he's like, Oh, I know who's back there. Is that Willie? Well, I don't know. Is that Fed Bob? Back there, doing it was fish fingers, fish, fish fingers, fingers Tommy, oh, or like something like that. Fish fingers, yeah, yeah. The nickname he called him. He worked in the produce department. Still, they're like everyone picked on him because he was he's a little nuts, he's a little crazy, a little crazy, like because he did some time apparently. So he's, like, he's outside also- right now with these creatures, but he's like, let me in, let me in, let me in. No, yeah, and they, he opens the door and then pulls them in and takes their blindfold off. And then closes the door behind them and like traps one. No, that's and not that happened. Yeah, he, he basically opens no, the door. No, no, so, yeah, he's trying to push the door open. He's pushing and they can't, they're like, and he says something. And uh, his friend says something's wrong or something's wrong. This isn't right. The birds are going the crazy. The birds are going nuts. And then they try to push the door and they can't. So the guy from Get Out says, fuck it. And he recharges fish finger Willie. Charges the crazy. And knocks him out so they can finally close the door. And then they hear a slice. He sacrificed himself. They hear a slicing sound and blood pours under the door. And they feel like, and then the guy starts knocking again. Let me in, let me in. So they're like, what the fuck? Like something's wrong. So that's right. when they leave. Okay. So it was like trapping them. Like, because that's how badly he wanted people to like see the monster. He's just playing a fucking hunting game with them. Right. Like, and these crazy people that they, they all they ever keep saying is, you must see them. You have to you see have them. To it's see beautiful. Them. It's, you need to see. Yeah. Like it's that and that right there, that was the truly evil thing. Yeah. In the movie for me. Like the I would we'll get to the negative shit in a minute, but to me, that was actually like something to be truly frightened of. Not the you can blindfold and protect yourself from the crazy voices yeah. monsters. The, the and they don't come never once tried to break in like break. They don't go in the house. Are. They don't they can't when she's out walking through the woods, they can't cause any like physical harm to her if she doesn't look at them. <laughs> They're not they allowed can talk to. to you. They can like try to like manipulate you to like look at them. Yeah, right. They'll they'll tempt you all over. But the they place. can never touch you or destroy or attack you in your sleep. Or go right in there. a house. I didn't understand that part. So they can't the, break I mean, in. I mean one yeah. of the theories that I actually liked about the creatures was the reason why they're tempting you to do this and they can't physically touch you is that these are these are creatures from hell. So if they tempt you to take your own life, your soul is now that like you're damned to hell. Now are they from hell? Are they from hell though? Why are they trying to get people to commit suicide and they're not? Why don't they just kill them physically? Like just end them? And no. they're probably exist on some other like extra dimensional <laughs> plane that can't physically I'm not interact. Saying traditional hell, just demonic, like some kind of evil creatures that are like you have to kill yourself, and then your soul is mine. Okay. I mean, I, I got, I, I felt like they were just like ripping off from HP Lovecraft in this case. Is like your sanity levels. That's what Call of Cthulhu is. It's all about like being exposed to some kind of extra supernatural force that makes you lose your fucking marbles. Right. You just go bonkers. So that is, this was very much like a, a Cthulhu situation. But we never see the fucking monster. We never once get to see like, even in fucking Stephen King's It, the creature that literally is your worst fear, it, it has a true form in the second part. 
Like that's kind of like payoff. Like I'll sit through like eight, like 99% of your movie. Give me that 1% where I get to see the monster, like an alien, the first alien or in Jaws. Like you, you, they still show it because you're still waiting for that payout. You're cool with the suspense. Bird Box never pays. Well, out. like Paranormal Activity, you never see the demons that are like yeah, those are them. Yeah, but those are like ghosts. No, it's a demon. Same it's, fucking it's difference. I don't care. Like I, I think we're waxing semantics now. It's a well, supernatural. This spirit is. Creature I didn't mind this us. one not showing. Like, it, 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 what me, they looked like or what they were was not. What made them scary? I guess it didn't bother me. But this wasn't a them. scary movie. Like, I, I, didn't, I didn't interpret Suspense this as a scary movie. movie. Like you know, what I mean, I didn't really need a monster person. I se. mean, it's called a, a horror film, but yeah, I, I took it more as a suspense. Look, they still had a physical prep of presence in the world. They were rustling leaves. They oh, yeah. cast shadows. Yeah, so they had they exist on yeah, some level. Absolutely. You you can you they could you could throw some fucking water on one or some mud or something. I don't know. Like, do something and, and give, like, a taste, give an idea. Uh, because that, that's kind of the cool thing about, like, the Cthulhu mythos and H.P. Lovecraft. He gives these horrors, like, form, and they're horrific. They're fucking mind-boggling, formless death creatures made of teeth and eyes. And that, like, that's and it. Tentacles. Yeah. Sure. There's but, a fuck ton of tentacles. I think I'm pretty you're sure. looking at it from like the HP Lovecraft point of view where you want to see them. And some people are not looking at the same viewpoint, right? They, they may look at it as demons or as something else. Like, you know what I mean? So I think your, your perception of the beast or the monster, which is fine, but you know what I mean? That, that may be different for somebody else. And I guess, was, but I've never got into the paranormal activity movies. Nobody in that entire planet saw the same thing. When their eyes gazed upon it, they didn't see a creature or a demon or a monster. Well, the crazy people apparently did. Yeah, fucking. And they they're the ones who see their true form. You kind of got a hint of their form and his. But maybe that was what's beautiful to him, because every single crazy person was like, "Oh, you got to see this. It's beautiful. It's beautiful." And their eyes were affected, because they even said, "Let me see yeah, your eyes." You still, yeah, you still have. They still had the markings. Yeah, they had the markings, so their eyes were affected. So they were seeing something, and I doubt they were all seeing the same thing. Also. I don't know. I, the, the, they said that they could see their true form. I think I read a synopsis of the book as well, and that was the actual thing: is these people could see their true form and just loved it. They wanted to worship it, and they wanted everyone else to worship it too. Like that's the, it was. A, they became like immediate like acolytes of these fucking like madness demons. I guess that's what we could call them. Yeah, I, I think I think you're right. I think everyone saw something different, so it would be hard to portray a beast creature that would be. Different, different for each person. You could still show what they saw, right? Maybe you could show what they saw, but I don't think you could truly show the creature itself. Even a quiet place showed me the monster, and it was fucking awesome. <laughs> like that's what I'm talking about. Like you don't have to like I don't who this like keeping it like that's lazy to me. It's nothing. It's but whatever. Yeah, some people scared. fear that it's a more. From you know what I mean? Some people don't bothered. want to see a monster. Some people like have the fear of nothingness, right? So that, ridiculous. That could, when, I win. I when they showed her running through the woods at the end and the trails of wind and everything falling after, I was like, "Oh shit, it's Velociraptors!" <laughs> <laughs> it's just to me giving it like some kind of like truly alien and horrific form lends even better credence to me because like it's something your brain couldn't have imagined because it's just so fucking. Ugh, like it could be anything. It's just so un, un, unperceivable. Absolutely, it's, I think that I think for some people they want that, but I also think for some it's fun to have that imagination with it. Like for me, but, for me, it was enjoyable not to see it. Like I didn't, I didn't want to see. I never had an urge to see the creature. 
Like it was never important for me. Like I just knew that I could see the, how they, the people reacted, how sad they were, how crazy they looked or whatever. Like I could almost interpret from their own, you know, in mind what it might be for them. You know, like one woman says she sees her mother, like, Mom, please don't go. And she tries to follow her. And she, she just walks oh, right into a burning car. Right. Sits down Ooh. at the steering wheel yeah. of a burning car. Whoa. And they show it. Yeah. And that's what I'm saying. Like, and I agree with Phil. Like, the scarier part at one point becomes the crazy people because they, they're they just, at, like we were saying, the spirits or the whatever creatures they are, they, they will mimic to taunt and to get them where the crazy people can be deceiving. Like, they'll play that they're there's somebody else or that they're cool and everything to get your trust. Some and then they show him violent. Yeah. Th- this guy that comes into their house and Malkovich in the very beginning puts a shotgun in his face. And he's like, get out. Every time we have any kind of interaction with somebody outside of our group, it brings death, get out. And the rest, like the house is like, no, this old lady hits him on the head with a jar. Like, no, you're done. And um, so they let this guy stay. And sure enough, He's crazy to the point that during labor of or childbirth of these, he does. He comes in, he starts pulling all the blinds down. He takes this old lady and peels her eyelids open and makes her look. And you see, like, she just gets scared. And finally, her eyes glaze over. She does. She takes a pair of scissors and just gouges them right into her own neck. And they show it. Doesn't, I don't, I don't, the gore porn for me is not a selling point. No. Like, I, I'm cool with, like, Special effects Coming and from stuff, the but effects, like, like I like effects. I like special effects, especially when they're good. So, like, I, I would rather have seen that. a really clever and unique creature than a bunch of people stabbing themselves and like throwing themselves out of fucking windows. You know what I'm saying? Like, I get where you're coming from. Like, it's an interesting take, but it's like not. It's just it's it's like like it's it feels cheap. No, to like me, because that's the actual fear that we as the viewer have, is that's what we relate to. That's what we're like, that would suck. I don't want to go out that way. I don't want to feel that pain. I, like, a, a made-up creature just oogity-boogity. I, I didn't, but that's, that's not what, what the this plot movie is, was though. It is an oogity-boogity. That's the point. This wasn't an oogity-boogity movie, though. I, but okay, so you're, that's the problem, though. That doesn't know what it's trying to be. That's where we're getting to my biggest negative with the film is this film is half is the worst half of the happening, an M Night Shyamalan film, and the like ten percent of the best parts of a Quiet Place. Like it promises you a Quiet Place, but you get the happening. Like there's monsters, they're invisible, they're fucking like demons and shit. We're not going to show you. By the way, they make you go goo goo in the head, like woo. Like that's not it's cheap and it's like stealing from so many different fucking like source materials and it's just and there's no and there's no payout like if you can't you don't steal from like four different fucking people and like throw it at me like you just made pizza and then you're like no I'm taking that back (laughs) but then they show a creature and it doesn't meet your expectations or you then go this was exactly a quiet place it was that would have been a quiet place. Just don't look. A visionless place, <laughs> a sightless place. Like, it had to be yeah. different. It had to be its own. And like I really enjoyed the fact that it was like it was something that us as humans our internal fear of death and not being able to do anything about it at all. Just don't look. Which one of my gripes was they do they they all the survivors run into this house. As it's happening, like it is happening in this moment, and it takes them five minutes to be like, oh, don't look at him. How 
the fuck did you figure that out in five minutes when you have no clue what's going on out there? Some dude's just like, oh, yeah, just don't look. I feel like there's a much higher percentage of sight, sight people with sight that survived this apocalypse than there really <laughs> would have been. I think a lot of people have been hanging around in their like living rooms like with their doors locked and like barricading like shit. And they're like, oh, God, what's happening? And then they just look out the fuck. I'm like, like, is there a cop car I'm hearing? Oh, I'm insane. Nobody's going to start like boarding up their windows and shit. Like, like half the people die on the road or in transit, like be an airplane. Like, like a lot of nobody's surviving this shit. Oh, unless you're already a blind. Cool scene showing what happened in an airplane. Mm, nobody called me. Anyway. <laughs> well, that would they would have had to have been inside the airplane, which they weren't going inside of things. But could you imagine like a, an airplane full of people just rioting? Yeah, I mean, if they had their windows open and whatever could be, I'm sure it could fly. It's a, it's a it's a madness demon. It can fly. Sure. Yeah. Well, it had to because the the when the crazy guy peeled her eyes open, they were on the second floor of that building. Yeah. That. The cruelty of the insane people like is the better part of the film for me. Because I'm like, I'm not scared of the 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 let's the literal boogeyman is coming to get you plot. I'm scared of the people who worship the literal boogeyman are coming to get me. And for they could him. be right next to you. Like you and yeah, you wouldn't know it unless you look in through their eyes. And they'll fucking kill me if I don't look. They will literally try to kill me if I don't look. They'll just do it for them. Like that frightens me. Cause I gotta, I can't see, I gotta be blind or I'm going to go mad when these people like come after me. So they already have a massive advantage of me. That to me, I would have shit my pants. I'm like, you know what? Fuck it. <laughs> Bye blindfold. <laughs> Better to go crazy. Yeah. So she is to get towards the end. Um, she is on her way to what they find out as a compound. So they're using a, a, like a ham radio and her and this other survivor, Tom, uh, he pretty much is her love interest now at this point and helping her raise these kids. And he's like on this ham radio and this guy named Rick in a apocalypse says, <laughs> we have a compound. We're at the end of this river. So the easiest way for you is to get in a boat and come down the river and you'll know where we are because when you get past the rapids, you'll hear a shit ton of birds because they know about the birds. Also, all the birds go crazy when they're nearby. So they use it like an alarm system. Okay. So as they're, getting ready to leave the crazy people show up and they're like, we're just going to rip your blindfolds off. So Tom sacrifices himself to the crazy people, like shooting them and going down and she gets on the boat with the two kids, with the two kids. And let's not forget about fucking like deliverance, crazy person in the water. Yeah. We tried to pull the kids out of the boat and make them see. Yeah. So as she's going down, there's just some guy who's been cuckoo banana. So he's like, you got to look, and he's wading out into the water, trying to peel their yeah, blindfolds so he's just- off. So he's cuckoo bananas and like and deliverance. Yes. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Extra cuckoo bananas. Yeah. <laughs> Squeal like two piggies for me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so uh, obviously they end up making it. <laughs> that was like the worst know. lead up to the that's end the of the movie ever. Well, no, that's like, like so the, they obviously <laughs> end up making it. That's the fucking dickest like, spoiler. <laughs> like, <laughs> no, because that that itself is not like <laughs> like they're not going to not make it. <laughs> they could have so, not. You, made ne- it. you never so, know. While they're you didn't talk about any sorry, of the stuff they, they ran make into. it through. They make it through the the river. When they get out of the boat. You've missed a whole scene. What, the rapids? No. 
It's like I mean the scene in the forest when they're all running yeah, up. Yeah, even before right. that, even before that, they get to it. They, so at one point, they hit something and the, a kid falls out of the water. Okay, in which she miraculously can still find him blindfolded and pick him back up and put him back in the boat. Whatever, fine, <laughs> sure. But he's now freezing, and they lost all their food and blankets on the way. So okay. they're fucked, right? They have no, it's it's this is like a forty eight hour journey. It's not like a couple minutes down the down the river bend or whatever that. Pocahontas song is just, <laughs> just, just around, around the river, river bend. bend. It's literally like, like yeah, it's a two day, it's a two day journey down the yeah. River. So they're down there, and so he he's freezing now in cold water and not supplies. She hears a wind chime, so she like pulls over, you know, to like go to the wind chime. Well, then she finds the house, and of course the demon things are there. And then one of the kids gets out of the fucking boat and starts wandering off. Because, of course, why wouldn't a kid just wander off randomly? As you do when you're five years old. Right. But at least the kid was smart enough to put a rope around herself. <laughs> so, like, because they use fish line to, like, lead themselves when they leave places to find a way back kind okay. of thing. And so, like, she, like, wanders off. She's about ready to touch on the demon. And Sandra, like, yanks on the rope and pulls her back. Woo! Cool. You know, and for that scene, I was I kept wondering the whole time. Like, why would you not just take the kids with you and stay at this little shack and try to, like, be warm and, like, you know, survive a little bit longer? So I just, all right, I found some shit. We're going back in the boat. Let's go. Logic in a horror movie is non-existent. Right. Not at all. But then, like Andy was saying, they, so. As he eloquently said. There was almost a Sophie's Choice moment in this movie. Okay. Almost. Like, so, like, the guy tells Rick, the Rick. Tells her, <laughs> tells her, you get to the rapids, someone's going to have to look. Because there's no way you can like get through these rapids without, without trying to steer your way through. You have to be able to see, mm-hmm. so something's going to happen. You have to look. I guess so they had some people die on them on the before. Right. So, so she gets that, like, as they're coming to the rapids, she's like, well, we get to the rapids, talking to the kids. And these kids are like seven years old, like not very old. Like five or six. It's five years later. Yeah. It's yeah, yeah, so so probably five. So they're like, she's like, okay, we get the rapids. One of you is going to have to look. And she's like, I can't look because if I look, we won't make it. Because if something happens to me, you got you little kids are not going to steer this boat and get mm-hmm. out of here. So like, and one, one's her kid and one's obviously the other woman's kid. And the her kid keeps offering. He's like, I'll do it. I'll do it. And she's like, no, I'll decide. I'll decide. So like, we almost had a Sophie's Choice moment. She was like, okay, I'm going to pick. And then she was like, no one's going to look. She's like, we'll just go blind. We'll just go blind. Like, hold so, on. We're going to go blind. All right. So, that's another from, like, my suspension and belief was like, how they get? How the fuck are they going to get through? And they almost don't. They, <laughs> they end up capsizing in the rapids, but it's near the end of it, so they just come kind of... So she's they able to, float. like, get or, all, like, like, her grab, shit back yeah. together. The kids have, like, little, like, bells from uh, bicycles, so mm-hmm. they could ring them so she could hear them, and she, she gets them, and she gets into the woods, and this is when that more mental aspect from the creatures now start coming up because they they're, they're mimicking that Tom guy that was like her love interest mm-hmm. and they're like I'm right here just take your blindfold off like come on do it do it do it and she's running she gets separated from the kids at one point they start ringing their bells again she and it, pleads for the girl to come back well then I, they, they, it starts talking to the kids being using the mom's voice. voice saying it's okay take your blindfold off I'm here take it off it's okay and they're like wait I thought you said it wasn't mm-hmm. okay and then you hear and and Sandra Bullock can hear them talking, talking to her, to the- and she's like, "Don't you fucking touch my kids!" Like she's like going crazy. <laughs> but like then eventually they they hear her talking compared to the 
them talking. But, yeah, right. So eventually they yeah, they do they they all come back together and you know, yay. And then they and get the, chased by the Velociraptors to the woods. And then it ends happily ish. <laughs> uh that is what is up for debate. So they do get to Rick's compound. Mm-hmm. And they are let in, and of course the people in there immediately like pull their blindfolds up and look at their eyes to see if they are just crazy people that have been out there. They deem they're all clear, and she then comes to realize that she is at a school for the blind. <laughs> oh, all right. So it's a bunch of blind kids there. That, that they, that, yeah. So they are taking people with vision in as well, and they pretty much are like, we use the birds for alarms, and if you have, there's no windows. Yeah, there's no windows. So, but they don't show if they're farming or. Oh yeah, they had gardens and shit in, inside. They had like they an had inside um, atrium, like atrium, like a like where the kids were running around in grass. But I didn't see any. He, he says over the radio in the film when they're listening to the radio and they hear his like offer, he tells them like we have a renewable source of water and food. We have a water recycler. We have a we grow our own food. We can sustain. Like they, he basically like promised all that. So I mean, I mean, it's implied that yeah, they do have those things. It's okay. Um, but yeah, it pretty much ends there. She calls the children boy and girl throughout the because she's never wanted attachment. She she does not want to be attached to anybody. That's just depressing. Yes, yeah. she doesn't even want them getting attached to shit. So she's yeah. like raising them. Like don't even tell them like stories. Or yeah, hopes Tom or tried to tell a story about climbing a tree when he was a kid, and she raged on him. Like, do not give them any hope at all. They will never climb a tree. They'll never. Wow. Yeah, because at this point, there's there's no there way you can go no outside. Happy. Right. That's, yeah, that's bleak. Yeah, you can't go outside. You can't like see things. You can't right. like play. There's no like fun. Right. But but inside the blind school, they can take their masks off, and they can like. There's other live. children. There's kids there. They had like a small community. They were like social. It was like it was a social compound of like survivors. And I don't know. I didn't see anyone like trying to pull a pull a mayor or a Negan. No, it was simply there was the one guy, um, like I said, from Constantine that was the priest that had shaky eyes. He plays in a lot of horror movies because his shaky eyes freak people out. The you guy who drowns you, himself in the yeah. liquor store. Yeah, you can't see me, but I'm shrugging my shoulders. Yeah, but he's like the leader, and he's blind. Like it, literally. That that's the end. They all go to this compound. Kids go off and play, and she's happy and lets her birds free and. And yeah, there's a fuck ton of birds too, like just nesting. It's like a beautiful like tree. Yeah, indoors. So, like, the trees have grown over like this natural dome. So it's the birds, but not creepy. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's like a nice version, of, like I think like a Disney movie. <laughs> so it did have a happy ish ending. ending. Uh, apparently, the book is a little more bleak. It has that same scenario. She gets to the school for the blind, but most of the people that are there now that were saved and they had vision have intentionally blinded themselves because they would rather live in a world of darkness than the fear of seeing the fear of dying at yeah. any point. Yeah. <clears throat> I mean, I, I, I have, I have a question about the cast cause I just saw, I recently just went over the cast list and we got Sandra Bullock, mm-hmm. Academy award winning actress, mm-hmm. John Malkovich yes. probably been up for Academy awards. I'm going to guess Sarah Paulson, Multiple Emmy and Golden Globe winner, and then we have Machine Gun Kelly. He doesn't play a big role. 
I imagine he didn't. But <laughs> he, he's in machine the machine gun Kelly. Yeah, he's in the original house, and like literally, he's he's there, and he's there when the, when Sandra Bullock's character already gets there. He's kind of a pill popper, you know, whatever. Shocking, right? And he falls in love with the police academy girl, and they run off. They steal the car. They, the car stole they the car full realized. of food. Yeah, they stole the car. That was it. Like they're gone. We don't know what happened to them. They did. Nah, whatever. They're gone. Good. I mean, Machine Gun Kelly gets like two minutes of, of screen time, yeah. it sounds like. Yeah, I'm all right much. with yeah. this. Yeah. They bang. They do bang. They show it. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> they bang. They bang. She bangs. She bangs. Never, ever do that. Man. That's the banging away on Darla. That is the, that is the wrong Ricky Martin song to <laughs> song sing. And that's, that is Ricky Martin. I know. Why is it the wrong one? She, he was banging, so they bang. Okay. <laughs> okay. We'll, we'll talk to you after the show. Sammy. Yeah. <laughs> I don't you. understand. Oh. <laughs> no. So, um, Sandra Bullock uh, is probably one of the best things about this movie. Okay. She had a solid performance. Yeah. I was going to ask, like, how was the acting cheesy? Was it actually well done? It was not acting cheesy. Well, I never felt cheesy. No. It was, it was, it was really good. Like, the, the production value, the acting, everything was top notch for especially for a uh, netflix original okay good yeah making What's, fun of machine gun kelly was my lead in to ask <laughs> i don't really like the, i don't really like the way i like the i really like the print god damn it it's like bright i like the premise <laughs> i don't like the execution like, here you had like this really rich like idea to work with and you went like no you fucking just trailed out like oh yeah, I mean, it just, it, I mean, it also sounds like it didn't. What what Phil said was like it didn't know what it wanted to be at some points. Yeah, it's just really scatterbrained with its like genre stealing. I didn't understand the point of like making the the, the other people see it and go crazy, not like not kill themselves. Like that to me, that had no weight in the movie. Like I was like, that doesn't matter. Like what's it like? What do you mean? Some people are not like they're not sad. They're so crazy. People can't get sad. Like. Yeah, I mean, I, I, it just didn't make sense to me. No, I mean, it was also, just something about brain chemistry. It was like yeah. it, it was implying that these were people that had like actual like chemical. See, I took like, it as they've experienced so much trauma, especially the ones who are extremely crazy, the the schizophrenics. They've had so much trauma already to their brain, and they've felt so much despair and everything as their life that once this comes, they're like. This is every day. This was Tuesday. this is another day, and there's something really cool here now, making all the other the normies off themselves. This is awesome. This guy's telling me to make people look at him. I think they should. He's pretty cool. Like, <laughs> like ah, but I think it's a really that's an important message. Though. No, I, mean, I, I, I get the. I just saying, I, for the movie itself, you could have gone with just like everyone just dies. Yeah, you didn't. You didn't need that extra. Elements. Yeah. There's no reason I had an extra threat to I it. liked him as an extra threat. I did. I, right. I think it's the bigger threat. And I, I think what they're trying to say is like here's this this invisible yeah. they're nothing the, they want they're you to do. They're more physical because the creatures don't cause the physical. They could physically come up and rip your blindfold off and be like, You're gonna look at this. Yeah. I mean I I agree with you. Same. I'm just saying yeah. for me they take I choice think away. You, you could have picked, you know, one one or the other. You could have gone like the real threat was all of these people the whole time. Or like, you know, you could have gone with just a psychological threat. Well, and think of it this way, Sweeney. What's more frightening, the dictator or the millions of people who blindly serve them? Both. I mean, one guy can't do shit. But like if everyone else was like, dude, you got to see this. See it or I'm going to make you see it. 
And there's like 50 of them. You're like, ah. Right. Think, but this was like literally like you saw it, you literally died. It wasn't like if you see it, you can't think for yourself and like cho- choose. They're choosing. No, they were like, they want to do that. I mean, it also it says so in the book as well. Like they, the entire, these people become like behooven to the, the entities. Oh, they, no, no, no. I'm saying like the normal people. Like if I, if I, had the, so your dictator example. If I looked at a dictator here, where he's saying I can still choose, be like that's bullshit. I don't care. But literally, these people if, have no choice. If I look at it, I'm going to die. Like that's the difference. Like to me, not not I'm me and the normal person, not the crazy person. So like, let's just let's stay at on the crazy person's mind. The crazy person, when they see the monsters, cannot choose not oh, to I know worship. That. I know that. I was talking about. You gave me an example of dictators saying either either go to the dictator or these people are going to force you to go. And my, well, my, my counter argument was, yeah, you forced me to go. I can still look at them and not agree. But that's what the blindfolds signify. Like people, you can choose not, you right. can choose not yeah. to look. You they have that take power. your choice away. But these people want to take that choice away from you. Like it's the only thing keeping you alive. And they want you to like literally just test it. Just do it. You're doing it. You're going to die or you're going to be crazy. Right. It's one of the two. That is, they can physically break into your house while you're sleeping. They can just sneak in. They can like hunt you. They can trick you. They want to. I guess, I guess we're opposite where my fear is I can counter real people. I can't counter the supernatural. I get that too. I I see where you're coming from on that. You can just shoot the crazy people. I can just shoot crazy people. But they're armed also. Right. Oh, absolutely. (laughs) But that's a physical threat. I can deal with the physical. For me personally, I can deal with a physical threat. I how, cannot deal with the psychological. How threat. awesome was it that one of the schizophrenics was the schizophrenic from The Dark Knight? Yes. Same one. I thought it was the same, the same, the same, same guy actor. that tried to shoot the mayor. Or yeah. I was like, ah, he's still schizophrenic. Jim. Tried to Jim. <laughs> he he's, lived through the apocalypse because he's schizophrenic. He's, he's pigeonholed. Right? He's yeah. pigeonholed into the same kind of he's crafting crazy roles. Like, we need a schizophrenic. How about that schizophrenic over there? You're kind of sweaty all the time and really, really thin. Like, you might be crazy. I got a film for you. Come over here. Forever. I think it was his character from The Dark Knight. He just, like, it was ran almost out of identical. Off. Same hairstyle. Oh, oh, they were from Arkham. Talking about. Yes. Was also yeah. Arkham. The, the criminal insane asylum up the road. Arkham. Yeah. I know exactly what you're talking about. I, I, I saw the So it was the scarecrow. We <laughs> cracked the case. <laughs> Same universe. You're welcome, it. everyone. <laughs> Got it. Dr. Crane. Ichabod? Ich- no. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Uh, so I, 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 this just felt really unoriginal to me. It, the whole thing just felt like I've I've seen this before. There was, there was really? no originality to it, but this is it was a suspense movie to me, and I was on suspense. Like yeah, so- I felt like it was a good suspense movie. Yeah. Like it was, there was yeah. for what it was trying to be. It was good. It wasn't yeah. trying to be any. It wasn't trying to be an academy. It wasn't trying to be like anything crazy good. It was literally trying to be. Hey, here's another suspense thriller you can watch. It might have and, pulled from other places, but the same premise is still it's a thriller. Right. It's a thriller. Uh, <laughs> I mean, it got to me right after it ended. It was about ten thirty last night. You know, here. In, in Columbus, we have a wind advisory right now. And you know, the, <laughs> right. we're telling you the creatures, like when it yeah. shows it. So I take my oldest dog, Pippa, outside and I'm trying to get her to pee. And she's doing this, like, I need to find the perfect spot. So right. I'm just going to walk, walk, walk. And I'm right. standing by a pine tree. The wind picks up and it makes that sound through the pine tree. I was like, fuck it. Inside, inside. You can shit on the carpet. Tonight. I don't care. Go inside now. Or you're looking. I'll make you look. Um, and so, 
and it definitely plays on like that what you can't see like genre of like right you know like, that seems to be probably the next genre of of suspense of just take away one of your senses right yeah how do you think people that actually don't have this sense in real life feel about these movies well i'd be curious like, like what do blind people know. think about this movie yeah, or what do deaf people think of? I, I thought honestly, it was a cool premise <laughs> there at the end that the sanctuary would be a school for the blind. Right. The blind right. people are just like, <laughs> fuck everyone else. Yeah. And then, you know, give it six years and we'll get the parody film written by the Wayne's brothers. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so to wrap, to wrap it up and with my final question to you guys, how would you, what would each of you rank it out of 10? Out of 10? Yeah. I'd square square root of negative five. <laughs> Can't think of square root of negative number. Anyway, yeah, um, yeah. yeah. So there, <laughs> I I equals then whatever the number is. Um, <laughs> yeah, nerd, <laughs> dork. Um, for me, I would I would give it a solid six. Okay. Um, it it didn't make me roll my eyes at any point. It didn't make me sigh and like, oh my god, seriously. Um. But it wasn't like uh, my attention went elsewhere during the movie, so it wasn't like it, it was like solid, solid. So it didn't, like, yeah. So it didn't one hundred percent hold you there, right? Andy, oh, I, I solid like seven and a half. Whoa, because uh, I did, I enjoyed it, but there was some where I was telling you you have to suspend a lot of disbelief for some stuff that is supposed to be taking place in like our real world <clears throat> right now, right? Five. It's a five. Um, no, I was gonna say that it looks like it looks like people are agreeing with you on IMDB. It's got its star rating of six point seven out of ten, and the meta score uh critic score is a fifty-two. Yeah, so it's like a good halfway it is. It has some equally good stuff as it has some equally dumb shit. And and I appreciate uh IMDB Showing an ad for Bird Box on its IMDb Bird Box page. <laughs> Just fucking, fucking, fucking nail that watch home. Bird Box? Here's some stuff. About I, I, I have I have thoroughly enjoyed the memes for this movie. Um, it's getting annoying. I'm sorry. It is yeah, so it is. annoying to me. I saw one of my favorite ones today. It was uh, two people standing at the Salvation Army bucket ringing their bells. And it said <laughs> me on the holidays. And it showed them blindfolded where she's grabbing the kids and running past them. I was <laughs> <laughs> the the uh, the only one that I really liked was uh, they had Bert and Ernie in blindfolds. It was Bert Box. I appreciated that. <laughs> the one I the one I thoroughly enjoyed, also because he's in this movie, was what, what Machine Gun Machine Gun Kelly saw always held the, the Bird Box demon, and it was Eminem. <laughs> 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 okay okay that's good it was good i enjoyed it i liked it oh. <laughs> <laughs> all right well i would say if you have not watched bird box by now which i'm sure everyone has because it's all over every social media if you just listen to this you've seen it now i think in the, i think they said in the first two weeks that uh 26 million people viewed it yeah. or maybe it's 26 million as of right now it was ridiculous it was like the, the weekend the first weekend of it was I think it blew everything out of the water. Most like the number of subscriptions that actually viewed this yeah. film. First week was twenty six million yeah. US US subscribers. Yeah, it was ridiculous. I mean, I'll say this about Netflix: they have a fuck ton 
of numbers and they have that data yeah. to back up their films. And that's fucking, that's a powerful and, tool. And, and kudos to Netflix. So that I, they are putting out original content, which not every, not every streaming service does, right? You, few people do, but Netflix they, has a ton of shit, ton. a ton of original content. And it's good. That's good for them because that keeps them relevant when like you could just watch, you know, I think this was last year that it was this year's what they already have ready to go was something like 400,000 hours of their own content. Yeah. I have a, I can tell you like firsthand since I've been on paternity leave. From <laughs> You're like watched um, it all. Well, there are like six Netflix shows. I could think off the top of my head that I thought were amazeballs. Fucking yeah. altered carbon. Yep. Altered carbon was amazing. Um, fucking Maniac. Maniac yes. was a Maniac was great. I'm watching Maniac right now. That's great. Uh, Ozark. Ozark. Yes. Love, love Ozark. Fucking love me some Ozark. Castlevania anime. They did fucking anime. Yeah, they do. They're doing everything. Like um, kudos, man. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's a company that I think for fiscal year like 2019, they said they're spending eight billion dollars on Netflix project, like Netflix as they should. Yeah, they know content. It's not. They don't want to just pay for other people's you know, proprietary items. They want to make their own. Right. They're making good stuff. Remember when you first got Netflix and you chose if you wanted two or three DVDs mailed to right. you? Right. Now it's as <laughs> many screens. Now it's just, here is all original stuff streamed I'm, right to your eyeballs. I mean, yeah. And they're also, they're also spending a hundred million dollars on just friends. Fucking for one year. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, fucking Infinity War. They got all the good Marvel movies. They do there. have Infinity War there now, which I was totally surprised how yeah. soon it was on uh, there. Ant Man and the Wasp is on in a couple weeks too. This is crazy. It's getting crazy, man. Everyone, all right. so all, they got all these contracts, and all these other companies are like, "We keep paying Netflix, and we're fucking, <laughs> we don't get a dime of this shit." So that's why you're like DC streaming service, like FX streaming service. That's why like, Netflix right now is like. Cutting their nose just to spite their their own face. When Disney Plus was announced, and Disney's like, all your your Marvel shit on there is going to come to us, but Netflix still has the rights for two two more years. Um, and Netflix is like, like screw you guys. We're going to cancel everything now, so it just sits there for two years, and you don't make a dime off of it. Thanks. The fans are the ones that are paying for this little, like, hmm. <laughs> you don't get it then. Harum. I'm taking my bone. I'm going home. Fuck you, right? Angel <laughs> Thanks, guys. So cool. So uh, adults, cool. adults run company. Adults run. <laughs> yeah, These don't are tell people me that because they kids. were like suffering. Like Daredevil was one of their top shows, and they're like canceled. So spiteful. <laughs> get more. Yeah. Get, get more viewers than Handmaid's. Yeah. Handmaid's. Wow, I can talk. Handmaid's Tale. <laughs> Handyman Bob, go with, go with, take three, <laughs> take three. I, so, Handmaid's Tale, oh, is uh, Hulu, um, and uh, Hulu has some amazing original programming too on it, right? Like they've got some kick-ass shit. Handmaid's Tale, I get anxiety when I watch that show because it makes me want to go out and just like, like revolution. <laughs> <laughs> We're not letting these people take over. This scares the shit out. Of I me. haven't, I haven't watched an episode. It's uh it's frightening, like how uh, real, like to the, <laughs> the shit we're seeing today in politics. It's yeah, I, I don't know, man. Like you guys, but you know, you guys like it's always sunny. You guys like shit that makes you a little uncomfortable because it's just oh, so. I love fucking it's always sunny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you'd like Handmaid's Tale, Andy. I think I think you and Annie would enjoy it immensely. 
It's always sunny. Should be coming back ish. It just ended a season like a month and a half ago. It better come back. No, yeah, it is. It's like January. It just came out. <laughs> no, it was January of this past year. No, no big guy. It was like September. And it just ended in like mid November. The new. <laughs> <laughs> Andy needs to take his medication. Yeah, the long, the long is still to arrive. Let's, um, so, why don't we do uh, anyway, hateful, grateful, grateful, grateful. Yeah, let's hateful, grateful. Hateful, All right. So uh, it's yours truly uh, this week. Uh, Phil will be doing Hateful Grateful. And I came prepared, everybody. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you did it. I did it. So uh, one of my favorite things in the news that I saw this week uh, was that Disneyland is going to be raising their actual ticket prices. <laughs> By about like 23, 25% uh, before Star Wars Galaxy's Edge launches this year. <laughs> of course they are. <laughs> so Star Wars theme park, let's make everybody go into fucking debt so that because your kids are going to demand right. to go to, you're fucked. Bye, parents. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's just like Disney to jack up prices to yeah you like you're already, like we already spend like hundreds of dollars a year on your fucking movies and you're gonna like i might get like because i know it they know people pay it it's so my up, question though, like, is when is the hateful geeks trip to this new disney star wars park when my kid can walk on her own because i am i will going, not carry i am going to this park we're gonna go to this park so give me three or four years bro <laughs> i think yeah i i think they're they finally get, got the rights, or maybe they're finally deciding to do something with Marvel at Disney World soon, too. Yeah, I think they have Mar- a, a Marvel presence there, but it's not in its own like theme right. section. So I wouldn't be surprised if they do a park for Marvel as well. I mean, Marvel sort of already has one with the uh, uh, Islands of Adventure. Right. Like, there's a shit, that's where I got you uh, the Venom t-shirt. They even have um, like an ESPN presence in Disney. That's because Disney, Disney, Disney owns, owns ABC ESPN. and ESPN. So that's, it's, it is insane. They could literally have little pockets of everyone's favorite fandom. There's a little Hulk roller coaster. It's fucking fun. It's great. <laughs> uh-huh. it's, uh, it's cool. You go through the radiation, you get all the, uh, the gamma rays, and you're like, I'm Hulk. And then you like you know take the dip, and you go around to snoop loops. So are we hateful or grateful about like the the price yeah gouging. are you hateful or grateful about disney price gouging <laughs> fucking I'm, people that already spend all their money with them i mean i'm not surprised <laughs> yeah right now <laughs> like, i don't care because i'm it. not going so it doesn't personally impact me yet so <laughs> i don't care about anybody else um so yeah don't care <laughs> um i'm gonna go with you shouldn't do that shit grateful Di- or hateful disney <laughs> You're, you're going to make like $10 billion next right, year. Fuck off. You're fine. Dick move. All right. Hateful. All right. Yeah. <laughs> Andy's so hateful. He just doesn't care. <laughs> All right, Andy, this one's for you, man. Uh, so it's official. Matt Reeves uh, is uh, the Batman in air quotes. That is the title of the film. Uh, it's going to be start shooting in November of this year. Uh, so we are going to start hearing about casting and plot details soon. I read Affleck that today. Not be involved. I'm grateful if it happens. We've had a so many changes on this film before it's even got its own there's, legs. There's one more thing, Andy, that I forgot to tell you. 
it is it officially is not tying into the current DC cinematic universe. I didn't read uh, that anywhere today. That because I saw that it still is in the DCEU. No, sir. Fuck off. Fuck what? off. So, is that a rumor? Or substantiated. No, that's substantiated. So. Fuck. So, is that officially they're just giving up on the DCEU? Yes. No, no. They're still planning, like, um, the second Wonder Woman movie and The Flash. Those are still happening. But you don't have Batman. You're not going to have Affleck. Why? Why? Affleck's off, man. See, I haven't read that yet. I'm looking right now. I'm not seeing it. (laughs) (laughs) He he has to believe it, too. No, it's I'm just okay. saying I would like to see because I read something different. I read that it is still in the DCEU and that the the premise being kicked around is that it is Batman, like Affleck Batman, kind of saying, here's what happened. Like, telling a past story, and then they will get a new actor to portray younger Batman, like, in his prime for the film. <laughs> I, um, I, I read that it is outside of the universe. If uh, if that changes, or I hear something different, uh, I'll come back to you on that. So for so for right now, if it's out of the DC EU, I'm hateful. Yes, me too. Absolutely, hundred percent. If you but if you do find something, please show me. I'd like to be corrected. Anyway, okay, cool. So yeah, so the yeah, Batman, uh, not not DC. If it's not the DCU, I don't care. I don't. Yeah. I just don't care. It like, makes with Dark Knight. We're just doing the Dark Knight over again, right? Like, we, we had the Dark Knight series. It was a great series. It was fun. You did it already. What so more hateful. can you show in that series? Sweeney's a hateful. I can say it's burning <laughs> off. You like, fucking ah! Oh, that was loud what? in my ears. Holy oh, shit! I think I peed. <laughs> I, yeah, the only quote that they have out there of anything official is that they were just saying that the script is in, and Reeves is still tweaking it. And that they're here in the studio wants to start start shooting in November. So let's say between now and then. Cool. Ten months. All right. <laughs> we'll see. The fact that I have to wait the long to find out if it's not hateful. Yeah, right. Right. Hateful, I mean, come I get, at us with some legit news. I what mean, I get doing? like I get like schedules and stuff, but like Shit can, we, get off can we figure out if you know Affleck's gonna put down the bottle enough to get in this movie? That's probably uh, too hard. Is, That's is, why is, I, is, I is believe I, I can believe that premise. If they want to reboot, they want to bring it in. This is the perfect way to segue into that with Affleck going. Uh, sure. Here was my year one. <laughs> with, his, with his fucking terrible ass dragon back tattoo. Yeah. And then Google it, that shit. It's awful. <laughs> and then it disappears and we just go to this new dude. Sure. Yeah. Back in my day. <laughs> back in 19 dickety two. I, I don't I don't like that premise. <laughs> <laughs> I think uh, I, I think if they don't fix the Batman situation and they don't pursue Batman as part of the cinematic universe, they don't have a. I, I'm a big Superman fan, but they don't have a franchise without the Batman. They don't have right. they don't have world's finest. They don't they yeah. don't have it. You've done Man of Steel right. You've done Wonder Woman right. Just it's, third time's a charm, bro. Like it, you've done, like, hit the hat trick. Right. It's you, doing it's doing the Avengers without Thor, Cap, or Iron Man. Right. <laughs> you have. To, you know, you fucking you did this. You started this, and you're gonna fucking finish it. <laughs> Damn it! <laughs> started it with the end. <laughs> Justice League. What? Sons of bitches. <laughs> Without Green Lantern. Yeah, like scene. 
Green Lantern's off fighting shit in space. He's on vacation right now. He's <laughs> hanging out on Oa, training new recruits. When he gets back, Coastal City is destroyed by the cyborg Superman and Mongol. And then he goes angry and he kills everyone. In the- <laughs> that is DC. You're one. We're done. It's too much, Warner Brothers executive. I don't care. I'm just saying, like, you have all this fucking plot. You have, like, um, stories and stories that go into stories. Why are we not just fucking go, dude? Why are your cartoons better than your movies? What's happening right now? Right. I love I love animation. I'm a fucking anime fan, but they're fucking animated movies are better. Yeah. 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 By far. They're really good. The fucking, they get the fucking Suicide Squad, right? <laughs> yeah. Just fucking how about, just trade trade fucking jobs. Let the guys the, the Warner Brothers animated studio let them make the live action. Just <laughs> fucking trade. You're making cartoons now, Zack Snyder. No, SpongeBob. <laughs> All right. Uh, last, uh, last but uh, not least of, and this is one that's really close to my heart. Actually, you guys remember when we watched Blade Runner twenty forty nine? Yes. Yeah. Uh, and you, it was a really like amazing visual film. Remember? Yes. Yeah. Uh, so the director, Dennis Villanueva, uh, same same guy who did Blade Runner twenty forty nine, is doing a Dune film adaptation. I can't wait. Like Frank Herbert's Dune yeah. and Dave Bautista's in it. <laughs> I I can't wait. I literally cannot wait for this movie. I'm ready. Spice must flow. Give great. me more. Yeah. Great. Fear is the mind killer. Oh, yeah. I can't wait. And I think, um, why am I drawing a blank on the character's name? Uh, Paul Atreides. Good call. Uh, Kyle McLaughlin's character in when he was in the original. Dude. Yeah, it's Paul Atreides. Paul Atreides. Okay, that's uh, he's, uh, he's being played by uh, Timothy Chalamet, who's been that's up correct, for sir. yeah, been up for a couple Academy Awards. Can't wait. Nice. I loved me some fucking Frank Herbert, man. I even like some of the shit his son did. It wasn't that good, but it was alright. <laughs> I mean. I mean, I'm more excited just because uh, Villanueva's last, his last two movies, especially Arrival and Blade Runner 2049, are gorgeous films. And I just, I can't wait to see what he does with the world of Dune. I it's never saw Arrival. Like, he's like a visual auteur. He, his, his style is like Guillermo del Toro. He's very, uh, it's, a, it's a real fingerprint, man. Like, you can tell when you're watching something by this director. And I'm really excited for what he's going to do with fucking Dune, man. You, I mean, the, 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 the original from the 80s with Kyle MacLachlan, the one you referenced with Sting. Yeah. And um, that, that one's beautiful, but to me is a little... Uh, I don't, it, just, it just doesn't I mean, feel right in I certain mean, places. Yeah, it I mean, it's also... Novel. Right. I mean, it's also a David Lynch film. Yeah. Like... <laughs> 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 you know, the fucking director's cut is six hours long. That with oh with 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 Lynch that doesn't surprise me whatsoever. Yeah, man. So are we going to get another six hour long? Yeah, because there's a lot of story in there just is. the first Dune book. There's a long story, and you and people don't like Dune. Your Dune fans are particular people. <laughs> they they don't like it when you fuck with their canon. And I mean, Sci Fi Channel tried to do the miniseries, yeah. and it was closer to the plot of the book, but the effects were off. Or Sci Fi like. Early two thousands effects. <laughs> it was that, like them on dunes, and then like a big like backdrop. Right, behind yeah. them. it was like you could see it kind of waving a little bit. Like, is that a fucking curtain? That's a fucking curtain. Um, yeah, I, I, it'll be cut 
somewhat. I mean, I imagine it'll still be a two and a half. They'll do a trilogy. Two and a half between two and a half and three hours because what Blade Runner twenty forty nine was two hours and forty five minutes. Mm-hmm. Sweeney makes an excellent uh, point here. Dune is a fucking massive yeah. sci fi franchise. Yeah, they can do a trilogy with it. Why not? Yeah, they could do like a seventy if they wanted. They could do a Harry Potter, a Septum. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I'm 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 looking forward to it. I don't think it has any release date or shooting date yet, but I'm very much looking yeah, forward to this I'm movie. Like, I'll, I'm grateful for it. I'll yeah. watch the shit out of it. I believe it starts shooting in November. Oh, okay, November. November. Andy, yeah. are you hateful, grateful? Don't care. I'm hey, I don't think you and I never really talked about Dune before, have we? No, I'm not a. No. I'm not a. I don't even think I mean, I've seen it. I, yeah, I will, I've never had any. Never had any Dune. No, or, I no exposure to Dune as a child. Or right, I I'll admit them to not reading the book. Um, but uh, I've seen the movie multiple times. But it's been it, close to a decade since I've seen the movie. Uh, Sweeney, are you a are you a Frank Herberty? Oh yeah, uh, I will. Yep, that's there. Mm-hmm. Uh, the <laughs> yes. spice must flow. The spice must, must flow. Fucking this! This movie also has the potential to. No, actually, you know what? Fuck this! I think this is. I hate. I've not. I've actually been this excited for a film in a long time. I'm. I don't. I'm excited. They're actually. While it's a remake, I guess of a film that happened in the '80s, I don't really consider it to be like a. You're not really. Um, copying someone else's work in the 80s it was a it's a huge sci-fi franchise so you can really do your own thing with it so i'm not as like critical of this as i have been people redoing like robocop or or, you know some of the other films that that should never been touched again you think robocop was sacred enough to not get remade (laughs) don't touch my robocop no they should let robocop alone it was fine (laughs) Freeze dirtbag, better alive. <laughs> Come with me. <laughs> oh my god, it was good enough. Or Ghostbusters, like why did you need to remake Ghostbusters? There's no reason. I'm not touching that one with a ten foot pole. Right, <laughs> right. It wasn't, I don't talk. I don't talk about. It I don't get involved in Ghostbuster conversations. <laughs> I'm just saying, there's some franchises you some leave alone. Franchises, yeah. Indiana Jones. Right. You Stop. Alone. There was three. That's all you needed. Five. It happened. Kingdom of the Crystal Skull happened. You aliens. Can't. Aliens everywhere. Fucking Shia LaBeouf. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. They weren't aliens. They were interdimensional beings. You get it right. Same fucking thing. I, I, Are they aliens to our world? I, God damn it. It was a joke. <laughs> <laughs> a poor one, but it was a joke nonetheless. Shia LaBeouf. <laughs> Actual cannibal. Walking through the woods. Actual research age Shia LaBeouf. <laughs> <laughs> All right. He's swinging with some monkey Shia LaBeouf. We've gotten to that point of the episode again. We are we are, <laughs> we are, we are, we are Yeah, we are we are what I call circling the drain. <laughs> Once Shia LaBeouf is mentioned, episode over. Well, um, I, I think Ryan Gosling should be in Dune as a Sting's character. <laughs> from, right the, from the Lynch version. He should be sure. fade Why not? Yeah. yeah. Mario is it? Crazy, like angry psychopath <laughs> Ryan Gosling. Ah, yeah. Ah, yeah, I don't care. Let's do it. All right, that's it for my hateful, grateful guys. I don't have anything else. Good job, sir. Thanks. I did my homework. Yay! Well, well, instead of <laughs> instead of me saying, you know, instead of me saying plug our shit, like, hit, subscribe, and all of our 
but you just said it. And tell us what okay. you thought about Bird Box. Because yeah. <laughs> apparently this is a very torn room and we're going to have a side discussion when we're done with this. <laughs> we're going to we're gonna pull each other's ears. But like, what are you talking about, motherfucker? <laughs> <laughs> but yes, please. Like Tim was hinting at, you can find us on all the social medias, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, um, YouTube. Please, please like us. Please subscribe and please comment. We like to talk to you. We had to talk to Annie a lot and that bothers me. So I Ooh. mean, can we just find more people to talk to? I like Paul. Paul's, Paul's my good. favorite. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Paul's my favorite. Paul's my favorite follower. <laughs> this reminds me of Yes Man when she's on the stage performing and can name all of the people in the room. <laughs> Patrick. <laughs> Thanks for coming, Patrick. Mohan. Like whatever. Really. Yeah. Please. Thanks for coming. <laughs> Thanks, mom. Oh. <laughs> All right, now that now that we've fucked our shit, and I my said mom it again. doesn't even listen. <laughs> Rough. Oh, thanks, mom. Thanks, at least, Obama. At, at least my mom hits like on our stuff. <laughs> yeah, she does. Yeah, she does. Your mom comes hardcore with the likes. Mm-hmm. Mom, I appreciate that. Your mom. My mom. I'm giving <laughs> a like to your mom. Thanks, your, Sandy. your mom's cool. <laughs> thanks, thanks Sandy. All right. Now that we've plugged our shit. Our production manager that we don't pay is uh, telling us to we wrap it up. With insults. <laughs> I mean, she, she wouldn't even take like footage for us at DragonCon. Like, you guys, <laughs> you were yeah. Phil asked you to take uh, some pictures at DragonCon. You're like, no, <laughs> don't don't boss me. Also, also, way to bring it up four months later. <laughs> <laughs> on top of that shit. That's how we anyway, do put your fucking blindfolds on. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Dan, Dan scene. Oh, I was going to say for the hateful geeks. <laughs> oh, yeah, you're right. Oh, shit. Oh, 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 I forgot. Man. Oh, God, I'm so scatterbrained. Dude, we've <laughs> derailed. I'm Andy. <laughs> I'm Tim. No, I'm not Tim. I'm Phil. It's, Sweeney's laughing so hard he can't say it. Sweeney. And this is Tim. Good Lord, I'm sorry. Good night. <laughs> sorry for this ending, folks. If you've made it this far, you are a true trooper. <laughs> Holy shit. That was wonderful. Bravo. I loved that. Oh, it was great. Well, it was pretty good. Well, it wasn't bad. Well, there were parts of it that weren't very good, it though. It could have been a lot better. I didn't really like it. It was pretty terrible. It was bad. It was awful. I was terrible. Get him away. Hey, boo. Boo.